All right, welcome on into the podcast. I'm Brett. I'm Dorian. And today on You Heard with Nerds, Nerds, our show, uh, we're going to be talking about DC's non-Comic-Con, the one that you can have from home, Um, the whole movie theater situation, how they're going about reopening, when they're reopening, what movies are going to be out when they reopen, and a plethora of video game news. Like We're talking like Pokemon, we're talking... Some PS5 stuff in there, Star Wars Squadron, but first thing up, yeah, uh, Gar- we got some movie stuff. Yeah, we got uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. A little bit more news on that here, and what that's going to be entailing. Yeah, so before we get into it, make sure you guys subscribe, like the video. Uh, it helps us out a great deal. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe as well. Yeah, leave us uh, a five star review. Yeah. I mean, you know, it'd help out. It'd help out. Anyway, so yeah, so we got some nerd news. The last of the Guardians, yeah. so to speak. Uh, so James Gunn states that uh, Volume 3 will probably be the last Guardians he directs in the final movie for the current team. Now, this makes sense, I think. Sure. Uh, you've had the same team essentially for. Uh, two and a half movies because you got the addition of Mantis and number two. Well, and that's not even and Yonda's, you know, come and gone and right. Well, and that's not even including like, uh, you know, our yeah, Infinity War and Endgame and all that. Oh, I know. Yeah, they've yeah. been in a lot of movies together. So, I th- I think it's just coming with this new uh, regime. You know, like right coming in. Uh, a lot of the old characters are gone. We've got like a lot of you know what I would call B characters kind of rising to A characters. Sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it makes sense. So, uh, who do you think's going to retire out of this and/or die? I think Drax is a very likely candidate, just because Dave Bautista has said that he's not really eager to work with Disney anymore after the whole like James Gunn uh, firing and rehiring drama here and all that. Uh, so I I could see him uh, being written out or you know doing something along those lines. Um, and also, I would say a little, maybe a little bit of an odd pick, but hear me out on this Rocket, because this uh, movie apparently is supposed to like dive more into Rocket's backstory, his past, and all that. So I think uh, if you were to like say, you know, put him out to pasture or like you know, straight up kill him, I think you know this would kind of be the way to do it to fully round out his character or his character arc here. Yeah, I can see Rocket dying probably the most out of anyone on the team. Yeah. Uh, I think really the only character who I think has to live is Peter Quill, a.k.a. Star-Lord. Yeah, I think so too. I think also probably Gamora, just based on the fact that they killed her in Infinity War. And they brought her back. They brought her back. So, I mean, if they kill her again, it's kind of like... Yeah, I I don't think they'll kill her. I just think that out of the... I wouldn't even include her... Because she's going to be doing something completely different. Like I think in this movie, I don't know if she'll be team guardians or if she'll be something doing something else. Well, I think a, a, one of the plot points of this movie has to probably revolve around the idea that they are trying to find Gamora right. and like you know basically kind of convince her that even though like she's never actually met the guardians uh, from this timeline and like you know had like all the interactions and adventures with them, that you know hey you're you're part of our team basically. And you know, all this stuff. So, yeah. So no, it'll be interesting. Uh, the other question that you kind of pose, which I think is an interesting question is, will James Gunn flip to DC completely with the release of Sue squad coming? Uh, cause he's directing that, right? Right. No, he is directing the suicide squad. Sorry. Yeah. The suicide. 
Yeah. Yeah. I the mean, new movie that's coming the, out. The new Suicide Squad movie that's coming out that is probably going to be better. So, uh, yeah. No. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you know, jury's still, jury's still out. But, no, I think um, because there was, like, rumors that we were uh, kind of seeing that um, a couple months back that James Gunn and J.J. Uh, Abrams essentially were going to be, like, the Kevin Feige's of DC, and they were going to be, like, the ones that were, like, pushing – this uh, new wave of like, you know, DC movies and like kind of like rebranding the DC universe basically. So, you know, I mean the fact that he's saying like, this will probably be my last one to direct, like meaning he has like really no plans to like be working with Marvel again. I think that does open up the door for this rumor that was going around to be true. And I mean, obviously like we've seen, uh, you know, uh, J.J. Abrams' company is going to be making, like, the Justice League Dark movie slash TV show. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could I could see it uh, potentially panning out. I think there's definitely conversations that are happening. So, yeah. No, what do you think? Um, So, I wrote this, and then I was rethinking. Uh, I, I said I doubt it unless he's able to revitalize the DCEU, which, from hearing you out, it sounds like that's what he's getting hired for. I think so, yeah. Um. So, and with, uh, I mean, he was kind of hosed by Marvel. Yeah. Uh, and so why not just finish the movie you're working on and move on? You know, yeah. you've made enough money. You've got that Marvel money. Well, you know, DC is going to, and Warner Bros is going to pay you more than enough if it's a money thing. But oh, yeah. also getting the, you know, the challenge of uh, creating a whole new universe, basically. Yeah. Being responsible from like essentially... Kind of making something from like halfway the ground up here, you know? Yeah, I would say the DCEU is about uh, 65% there. Something like that. You yeah. know, I think there's about a, a 35 to 40% that's just kind of missing. There isn't that connective flow that Marvel has and that tone that continues throughout most movies. Well, and, yeah. You no. know, that's, I think, what they have to nail. Like, you see it in Marvel, you see. Well, yeah, like, each, each movie can be different, but they kind of have the same tone. They do. Like Doctor Strange and like Iron Man, they like, you know, two very different movies handle different characters, different like, you know, types of uh, things. One's, you know, more technology based and kind of sci-fi based. One's more like magical and mystical and stuff like that. Right. But they have like the same like tone that can connect them. It's not like you're taking like, you know, say, for example, like uh Netflix's uh, Daredevil or Punisher's uh, or Netflix's Punisher and like saying, oh, yeah, no, these guys can hang out with uh, with like, you know, uh, the jokey like Spider-Man character that we already got going on here. You know, it's like, no. yeah, well, that's even like movie to movie for DC right now. I would say they're trying to match tone, but you have something uh, I'm not even going to count the Justice League movies or anything like that. But, you know, yeah. you have something that's probably more serious, like Wonder Woman. And then you also have. Uh, something more like, like Shaz- yeah, Shazam, Shazam. Yeah. but then you have Aquaman that's kind of in the middle that doesn't really know what it is. It's like serious, but also trying to be funny. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. I think if they lean into, I think Shazam is is uh, kind of the route they should go. I mean, you know, and that's the thing is like, I don't want necessarily there to be like, I mean, here's the thing. I like, I want DC to actually do better and like, you know, have like more success the way Marvel has, I don't necessarily, I mean, they have better characters. I mean, in my opinion, I, yeah, I would say in a, in a certain respect, maybe, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd really have to think on that one here to know whether or not I agree with you on that. But I think basically what they need to do is 
at least what I want to see. I don't know whether or not this is going to be like, you know, actual recipe for success or something right. like that. But I don't necessarily want them to copy Marvel per se. I want them to like, you know, find success on their own terms. But like, but don't necessarily like, you know, not look at what Marvel's doing, you know? Well, because like, they like, nailed it. Right. No, like take the formula, tweak it a little bit, <clears throat> but don't just make it like almost like a copy paste Marvel. Because I mean, if it, every DC movie going forward is going to be essentially Shazam, because Shazam feels like the most like Marvel movie that I've seen from DC. I would say it's closer, but it's not necessarily the same tone. Not not necessarily the same tone, but that's like the closest one yeah. that I felt felt like. And so it's like, even though like, okay, yeah, you'll, you'll make solid movies out of it. I feel like if you try to do that with like all the other characters here, maybe, maybe it might not work out so well because I think like, you know, Shazam really lends itself to that tone. It kind of has to because he's a, he's a kid. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, but I think that's probably one of the best DC movies that's come out in a long time. No, I would say probably the DCEU's best movie. I would, yeah. I would say just, just solely based on like quality alone. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's continue that talk and, uh, talk about DC fandom. Yeah. Fan- fandom. Yeah. So, yeah, no. So basically in Comic-Con's absence, because, you know, coronavirus ruins everything. Um, more on that later. Yeah, more on that later. Um, basically, DC, in lieu of having a Comic-Con, is going to have a 24-hour, vir- <laughs> yes, 24-hour virtual fan experience. And so... Who's going to be up for 24 hours watching this crap? Uh, have you seen some of these guys? Like That's true. I mean, come on. Like, we got people who will, like, stay up, like, for video game releases, play it to, like, I mean, I've done that. Yeah, but. no, I've done that too. So, I mean, no, I think I think you'll you'll get people who will like tune in and stuff like that. But all right, so what are they? What panels are going to have? So right now, what they're talking about is they're having a panel for Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Cool. Uh, the Batman, of course. The Suicide uh, Suicide Squad. Meh. Uh, Black Adam. Black Adam's coming in twenty thirty. Yeah. <laughs> at this rate like yeah. didn't they like honestly tease oh, that 10 years ago like it, almost, it feels like like, like 2014 ago. or something like that but then yeah. like then i think like the rock uh made like an official announcement uh like last year saying like yes we are actually moving forward and you kind of have to i feel like now because they made shazam mm-hmm. and now it's you know yeah it's actually starting to happen here you're actually using characters from that universe here and you're actually getting the momentum going here. So yeah, if they're going to make a black guy movie, now's the time to do it. So, uh, and then the fabled Snyder cut. Why does that one get one? I don't get that. I don't know. I don't know. Apparently they released some footage or test footage of dark side. Did you see that? Yeah. It was like a little clip of like, uh, and it does not look completely finished. It's probably not Yeah, because it's like, it's very blurry in terms of like CGI, but it, Basically, kind of like was uh, kind of echoing like uh, what uh, Jesse Eisenberg's uh, Lex Luthor said um, at the end of uh, BVS, saying like, you know, the bell, the bell has been unrung, and he's heard it. Like, you know, we don't have like any, you know, God, like you know, speaking of Superman, to protect us anymore here, and he's coming, and basically kind of foreshadowing like dark side more or less. Okay. Here. So I mean, kind of, kind of a little bit of a cool idea, but I mean, again, it's like you're literally bringing out Thanos for like your, what fourth movie in the, yeah. in the franchise. Like, Oh, uh, 
Like, what movie did uh, Marvel have to uh, get up to to, like, start bringing Thanos well, into the mold? You know, it's like... I know. I think Marvel's the exception, though, because they had such good villains. I think they had... Well, not such good, but yeah. decent villains until then. Yeah. Where uh, DC kind of was like... You know, it, I don't think they were thinking on the scope that Marvel was. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, yeah, they were just chasing after, like, that... Marvel bit. money. Well, yeah, the Marvel money, essentially, but... Yeah, so the event is going to be taking place on, you know, August twenty second. So we got a, a, little, while. a little a little later than I th- I feel like most comic cons usually do. Like at, yeah, summer, but June is usually I think the time for it. I want to say maybe July is like what I feel like most comic cons usually do. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I want to say it depends because you have New York, which is way later. Well, j- mostly just because like San Diego's June, isn't it? Uh, no, I want to say that's July because I because. Usually, if I correct me if I'm wrong, leave it in the comments if I am. But E3 is typically like beginning of June, and then, um, and then usually a month after, like when you know they're out of their way, then uh, Comic Con happens in July. I think is I, I feel know. like that's typically the format. I could be mistaken, but uh, no, I mean I'm glad to see that we are getting something. Um, you know, even though like yeah, this is kind of weird you know we're gonna have like virtual panels that you can like you know essentially put on your vr headset and like pretend like you're actually there i mean granted i mean the lack of body odor like you know in those panels and all yeah and that's that's a plus but that being said it's like yeah i mean it's i don't know it's still kind of a weird idea instead of just like i don't know just releasing stuff or like you know just having yeah one thing or another thing but uh, my predict, my hope is we finally get that Arkham game that's been like teased uh, f- for like the last couple of months actually f- gets unveiled and we get like a release date or something like get actual trailer something because this is like taking so long for this thing to be revealed. Everybody knows it exists. Yeah. What's the point? Maybe they got nothing to show yet. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, for me, I guess this is all okay. Uh, it'd be cool to get more Batman info, I guess. But what I'm guessing is going to happen, they're going to release a full-length trailer for Batman. I don't know about full-length because, I mean, because, like, they, how far were they into shooting, like, uh, uh, when before they had to, like, you know, shut down production? I don't know, but you don't need a whole lot of footage to do a full-length trailer. Right, but I feel like... You don't be you'd only be able to pull from like a couple of scenes maybe here. I don't know. I know they're starting to film again, okay. so we'll see. But this yeah. is you know what two months away, maybe not a full length, but probably like a minute trailer, like a teaser or something. Or like well, we already got the the teaser of teasers, but well, sure, yeah, we'll see what we get. I'm hoping. Well, did Suicide Squad go into production? Were I, they? I'm pretty sure they. We'll probably get a teaser from them as well, I'm yeah. guessing. Maybe another trailer for Wonder Woman since they're pushing that back. Yeah. Um, but uh spoilers. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I care too much, honestly, about what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's really gonna come down to like, you know, what's actually being shown because I mean obviously we you know, we know it's I mean the stuff that we know of, you know, yeah, sure, it's a known quantity and we just need to know like, okay, like does this movie look like it's going to be shaping up to be good or is it just going to be just kind of meh. So, I mean, I think you know, what'll be interesting is like maybe the stuff we don't know about here. Yeah. Um, that's like where the I think the surprises, yeah. I think that's where like they have the potential to wow us here, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, so AMC is reopening, and so are all other theaters, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, this is coming mid-July. Uh, AMC is specifically saying July 15th. Right. Which would be the day before Tenet is supposed to release. Supposed to. Uh, More on that. They won't, they won't require people to wear a mask in some areas, uh, and they will have limited seating. Um, to be honest, you, I mean... You probably if you're if you're limited in seating to where it's like unless you're in the same household or you know you have to sit so many yeah pl- places away, away yeah. you don't need masks you know but sure uh, Regal and Cinemark uh, are also slated to open mid July yeah uh, which is good news for everyone no it is and I mean you know no Let's see how long they could stay afloat before they close again right no I mean who knows what things are going to be looking like when it comes to the second wave. Not that even that. Talking I'm about. talking about financially. Yeah, very true. Uh, that being said, I mean, yeah, so Mulan is going to be coming out July 24th, I want to say. Oh, so, I don't know. So that's going to be the first, the first big ma- movie. major release. And, uh, but in related news about like the whole movie theaters reopening and all that business, uh, The Tenant, which w- would have been the first major yep. movie to come out, uh, is delayed. Is delayed. Only about yeah. a little bit. So yeah, I, I don't get it, but so, so but in lieu of uh, the tenant, uh, you know, being delayed, they are uh, re-releasing Inception for, um, for like its tenth anniversary, which you know, okay, that's pretty cool, I guess, or you know, you know, but uh, basically, story goes, Warner Brothers actually wanted the tenant to be pushed back even further, like probably thinking like maybe fall or like in the winter time or something like that. Christopher Nolan said, Nope, I'm Christopher Nolan. I'm a genius. I know what I'm talking about. You're not going to do that. And so I guess it kind of came to a little bit of a compromise and push it back like about 15 days or something. Like yeah. That. Two weeks. Yeah. So screw Warner brothers. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, okay. Uh, Screw, you know, I don't, actually, I don't know if that's the actual, uh, who are they going through? Is it, it's not Warner Brothers. It's, oh, yeah, oh, it no, is. it's okay. Warner Brothers, yeah. Anyway, I mean, them and then meddling in like Wonder Woman and stuff, and now it's delayed even later doesn't make any sense to me since it's going to be in August, but, right. you know. Well, right, because, I mean, uh, initially. It, it would have been cool for this to be the movie to kick off going back to movie theaters. It would have been, yeah, but. Regardless <laughs> if it's a limited Seating or not, or whatever. just to see it in that atmosphere, you right? Know? Well, and not to mention too is like you know, there's like the whole idea of like you know, you could have like multiple theaters playing these movies just because there's not like really yeah, a ton there's of movies nothing going or, on. Put it in every theater, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just Mulan I, I, and the Tenant. You know, well, I bet you that's what they're gonna do is have two movies playing and then and like yeah, it's like you get right. a row to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it is, whatever it is. I mean, I'm you know, willing to do actually, that. Actually, sounds kind of nice here, you know. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That and going to Disney right now sounds great. Yeah. Because Disney is going to be limited as well. Yep. But uh, no. So, I mean, uh, with this whole. <laughs> bless you. Thank you. Uh, so with this whole uh, thing here is like, you know, this is going to be Wonder Woman's uh, fourth uh, release date that they made. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're going for that new uh, mutants record basically here. Like just that movie's not coming out. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, that's supposed to come out in August too. Here, it's but not. Uh, no. So essentially, what's going on here is like I just don't understand what Warner Brothers is uh, thinking is that because here's the thing, you know, there's 
talk about the second wave of coronavirus happening, second wave of shutdowns and all that. If that is true and you have like a clear road, which is probably not like we don't know, like there's no way of knowing. We don't know. But, but if you were to put like, you know, place all your chips on one area or another, I would assume you would want to do it when like it's in the summer, when the virus has the best chance of like, you know, dying down or like kind of getting settled before that second wave hits here because that second wave hits and like, you know, everybody has to like go into lockdown mode, so to speak. If that does happen, it's like, okay, well now, now we got to wait again. And we just have this thing that's not making us any money here, you know? Right. So yeah, I don't know. I, I don't understand the decision on Warner brothers part to delay wonder woman even further. Granted, I'm not super excited about that movie, but it's like, what's the point? Yeah. I just don't understand I, the logic behind it. I don't know either. What I what I could see is DC just owning October. Well, not anymore because Batman's not shooting because it was originally supposed to release in October, right? Well, no. It, oh, next year, I guess. Ne- huh? Next year in June, but it's... Maybe not- they're just trying to overtake that month. Maybe that's their... Well, but, th- but then you're also running into like, I think, uh, Black Widow roughly around the same time. Who wants to see that movie? Well, the, the Marvel My wife. boys. Yep. That's so, it. Just, just Brett's wife, everybody. Just yeah. going to be the only person in the theater for Black Widow. Well, I mean, any movie that comes out in the near future is going to get way more attention than any other movie. Like, if you put Black Widow up against any other Marvel movie, it's no one's going to see it. Probably not, no. But, I mean... Unless, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're going to give me the choice between, like, you know, Black Widow and Endgame, I'm going to see Endgame here. For or the- Black Widow and Spider-Man. Sure. Spider-Man. But that being said, it's a, um, no, I think it's just a matter of, you know, why wouldn't you go and do this when the playing field is clear? Your lane is open, people. Your lane is open. I mean, there is an opportunity here, you know. There is, yeah. But That's why Mulan's going to make all that money. Oh, Mulan's definitely going to make a lot of money. And, you know, I think the tenant should probably make a lot of money as well. Yeah. So. Anyhow. All right. So we're going to talk about some Disney Plus stuff, and then we're going to head into some video games. But uh, that being Kenobi is taking notes from Mandalorian, meaning, uh, you know, so I don't know if anyone knows, or I mean, a lot of people are starting to know this because of Gallery, but uh, John Favreau and company uh, kind of designed this new technology uh, for shooting on sound stages and it's not green screen it's basically like an interactive screen yeah uh that can create the shadows can create everything to make it feel like you're actually on that set right um and so they're going to be using this for kenobi which in my head i'm like well duh they they created this technology they they should use it yeah uh because ewan mcgregor probably 90 percent of the time was shooting on a green screen or a blue screen oh, or no, whatever he, it is. he absolutely said that it was and he said like yeah when they were shooting the prequels it was hard for uh him to like really kind of grasp what was going on just because you're interacting with things that aren't there you have no idea what's going on here whereas like you know now there's like a little bit more feedback that you can get from um you know what like the actor should be doing how they should be interacting and not like you know ruining like a cgi shot of like you know kind of like acting like it's actually there but yeah yeah i mean i'm just the i'm actually excited about this news just because i i do like the tone and like the 
technology and like how the feel of the Mandalorian here, just because it feels like the natural progression of like what the original trilogy was here. So I think if you're making like all your future Star Wars projects like this, I'm game. I'm in. Yeah, I think it's just, uh, you know, after watching all these gallery episodes, it really makes you uh, wonder what else they could do. Because, I mean, I mean, they're they're rendering stuff and throwing stuff in there, and it looks amazing. And so yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't see a reason for them not using this technology for every project they have going forward. You know, yeah, I mean... I, I, I don't see why not here unless like it's just like a budgetary thing or something, but which this makes more sense from a budgetary standpoint yeah. than it does going on location, you know? No, it does. Anyway, all right, so let's talk about some gaming news. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seven twenty seventy seven is delayed. Yeah, so C D Project Dread, the guys who are making the game and also the guys behind The Witcher, uh basically they said all the actual content, like, you know, the missions, the story, like the world and all the, it's all there, right? All the nitty gritty stuff is done. Basically what they're doing is they're just focusing on like balancing things, fixing bugs, stuff like that here, which, you know, this was originally supposed to come out like, uh, like September or some, sometime. And so, yeah, something like that. So, so apparently they are needing like, you know, some extra, the extra two months, which probably understandable. I mean, this, game i think is going to be huge yeah and like it's going to be really densely packed just from what i saw from like the e3 demos and all that um no i think i'm still interested to play this game um and it's going to be interesting to see like essentially a last gen game launch essentially side by side with uh you know xbox series x and playstation 5 even though this was like made for xbox one and playstation 4 now it obviously these new new consoles will play Cyberpunk 70, uh, 2077. Yeah. But I think it's also kind of like one of those weird things where it's like, okay, well, you know, it's like, it's kind of like weird just to have like something that's last gen on, you know, the next gen, I guess. I don't know. It's got, no, I mean, it's got, it's not a, really, it's a little bit of a weird dichotomy because I mean like last, uh, last gen, you know, we had like, you know, last gen games come to like PlayStation and yeah. all that, but they were like, you know, optimize a little bit. Like, you know, you had like longer draw distance, lo- less pop-ins and stuff like that here. But I don't know. I just, I kinda, mean, there were definitely some games that were no different than the last gen that are, were on the current gen. No, I no for sure. But, uh, with all the news that's going on with how they're handled, how, especially Xbox, no offense to PlayStation, PlayStation needs to figure this out, but Xbox, uh, they're going to have like a, basically a save state somewhere to like steam or PC yeah. where, uh, you play on, you know, uh, your last gen console, right? Let's say you, you got a last gen, you got this on last gen right. for Xbox at least. And it carries when over. You, yeah. It carries over completely. Yeah. So there's going to be no squabbles, I guess with the exp the people playing Xbox, but for PlayStation, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, I can see this releasing on both simultaneously. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, know. I mean, but th- they've said that they're not having like a, a like you know PS5 or a Xbox Series X version of this game. They're just no, it'll just carry over to your other console. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know if it makes sense. I think a lot of these are probably you're at the height of these last gen, which yeah. a lot of the times is really really close to the beginning of the 
The next gen? Right. Well, yeah, because, I mean, typically you don't really get to see what, like, a console generation does until, like, you're a few years in. And yeah. That way, like, you know, people can start learning the tech and start learning, you know, uh, how things, like, work and how to optimize stuff here better. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably rent it. Yeah. I don't think I've seen enough of, of the game to, like, have, like, an opinion, to be sure. honest. Sure. No, I mean, I get that. I mean, the... There are like, uh, I mean, my personal feelings on it is like, you know, there's like demos and trailers that people like talk about like, oh, I was blown away by this. I'm just like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it looks cool. I it guess. does look good. Yeah. It looks, Keanu looks cool. Keanu looks cool. Yeah. I mean, it's got Keanu in it here, <laughs> but uh, no, it's, but it's like, okay, you know, you're saying all these things about like, you know, how you essentially like all your actions, all the things that you do in this world are essentially going to be determined by you. And like, you are going to affect how things happen here. So it's like, you can do missions how you want. You can literally fail missions. And then that will just play into like, you know, consequences of like yeah, different stories. It story. sounds cool. Which sounds cool, it but sounds I've heard, cool. but I've heard that promise a lot of times oh, before. Yeah. So but until like, I actually see like, you know, that actually realized in real time here where like, okay, yeah, like I am actually affecting the world dynamically all together here. And I'm actually affecting it like, you know, through like gameplay choices, choices I make and all that actually, you know, living up to that promise as opposed to just like, you know, maybe just only having like one character say some lines of dialogues or like a couple extra lines of dialogue saying like, why'd you do that here or something like that? You know, it's like, because that's typically what we get when people say like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna your choices are gonna completely change like how you play the game." It's like, no, no, I've never seen that. Not really, no. Anyway, all right. Well, moving on, we have some. Uh, there was a bunch of Pokemon stuff that came out over this last week. Uh, one being, uh, they didn't have a release date for the DLC, and then just they dropped it. Basically, they're like, "Hey, the DLC's out." Pokemon had this big announcement. Yeah, and the DLC came out. Then uh, the have you have you had a chance to play any of it? I yet? haven't bought it yet okay uh i've heard it's okay okay uh uh there's a lot of cool features that they didn't talk about that are in it like um so in like heart gold and soul silver you had like uh in, in gold and silver the original versions you had your pokemon follow you yeah you're like your first one in your lineup and that's now that's a thing okay that's kind of cool uh kind of like how they were doing with uh what was it let's go pikachu let's go eevee yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean that's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. I heard that that there's like uh, a lot of busy work for some of the missions that you do mm-hmm. in the new DLC, which is unfortunate. Very grindy. Obviously, it introduces like a hundred and something new Pokemon, not new, but old Pokemon returning. Sure, there is a new Pokemon Cub Fu who looks really cool. Yeah, uh, you basically choose one of two dojos to yeah. go train with and uh, do missions for, and, and that determines how that. Uh, Pokemon evolves. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so I mean, I'll probably get it uh, here in the next couple weeks sure. and kind of give maybe my thoughts on it. But um, uh, then they had Pokemon Cafe, which is like a puzzle game. Okay, it, it looked interesting. It looked like almost like uh, those games where the the colors or shapes fall into, and then you have to like click on them and so it like bejeweled, them. basically, kind of. But it was also like a circle. It was really weird how it worked. I, hmm. And then they released that a new Pokemon Snaps coming out, which that hasn't come out since the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. Well, I was really surprised that now of all times they decided to do uh, like a Pokemon Snap because like 
the Wii U would have been perfect for yeah. Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Or, I so. don't know why. I mean, it, it's cool because, you know, think about it this way. This was, I don't think, ever a game that was super popular, but popular enough to obviously have them do a new one. And right. the people that played this are our age and probably have kids that want to play this, yeah. something like this. No, I mean, I've I've heard of people like, you know, who were fans of Pokemon Snap. I mean, uh, you know, basically want a new one for, you know, a good amount of time. And now they're getting it here, apparently. So, I mean, you know, that's cool, I guess. All right. So we got a new game coming out called Rocket Arena. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty soon, actually. Yeah. A couple was like a month, month and a half. About a month. Yeah. So uh, in the trailer, to give you guys kind of an idea, if you haven't seen the trailer, it says, think Smash Bros, but a third-person FPS, meaning... Yeah, I would say that it is accurate. Uh, like, you don't have a health bar or anything like that. As The more you hit someone, the higher their rate of getting thrown off the map is. Right. Basically, what it is, is you guys are in arenas. Everybody has a rocket launcher. And so, like, typically, like, in a you know first-person shooter or whatever, you're going to get... If you get uh, hit by an explosion or a rocket, that kind of does splash damage or, like, kind of gives you like a push effect uh from the yeah. blast radius here and so it's kind of like a uh i'm trying to think of the specific name for it but like an overwatch when pharah has like that uh pushback rocket that you can shoot at people and like you know push them back or uh push them off the edge or something like that that's basically the entire game is like you're trying to push them off the entire edge here so it's kind of a, a cool little uh, neat twist to it yeah <clears throat> excuse me and uh it sounds like so you're gonna pick your hero kind of like similar to Overwatch yeah. or Valorant or something like that, yeah, and they're exactly. gonna have different abilities and different rockets. So like think of the rockets on a term of like a rocket from a game. Uh, there's gonna be people who are it's more of like a shotgun sure. style, more of like a you know like a like, sniper, uh, all, all those different things. They're just using rockets as like their you know main right uh, driver. But anyway, it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty uh, fun. Yeah. Uh, I think is the biggest thing. Um, it's three v three, uh, and there's different modes. So there's a there's four different kinds of PvP modes. There's knockout, which is just you know deathmatch essentially. Sure, yeah. Uh, so try to knock out the other person. Uh, rocket ball, where you're trying to get uh, you're trying to get something in the goal basically. Okay. Yeah. Treasure hunt, which you're trying to get to this treasure box in the middle, collect coins and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and then you have mega rocket, which. I can't remember what that one is actually now. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't, I'm not really sure what Mega Rocket is, but anyway, so that's one of them. Uh, oh, uh, and then there's one PVE map, uh, which it's like uh, Horde or Minions. You oh, know, okay, you're trying yeah. to take out wave, yeah. waves of them with with uh, some buddies. Okay, yeah, that's kind of cool. So the game price is going to be $29.99 for the base uh, game. Mm-hmm. And then you could do thirty nine ninety nine for the premium version, which includes their battle pass. Yeah. Uh, so similar to Fortnite or Valorant or whatever. Yeah, get, yeah. Uh, you know, if you if you buy the battle pass, um, you get like all the unlocks for that season or whatever it is here. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, I could understand if they did a free to play game and had a battle like a premium version, like that's twenty nine or thirty nine ninety nine. Right. Yeah. And it includes all that stuff. Uh, but I mean, you're gonna pay for the game at twenty nine ninety nine, and probably want the battle pass anyway if you like the game. So why not get the just the premium version? You know, right? I mean, well, I'm sure there's probably like a 
like an opt-in me- measure to like just pay an yeah, extra you'll 10 pay bucks. Yeah, you 10 bucks, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I mean, it's like if I, if like I'm not like, you know, full fully in, I'm like, ah, you know, I'll just try the base version, see if I like it enough. And then if uh, I like it enough, then, you know, pay the extra 10 bucks to buy the battle yeah. pass or something. But yeah, I mean, kind of a little bit of a odd concept, I guess, you know, because I mean, the thing, I think the reason why, like, you know, Fortnite, Valorant, and like, you know, games like it get away with like having like a battle pass, so to speak, is because they're free to play. They're free. They don't charge you anything right right then and there. Whereas like this is something that's already charging you up front, but you're also saying like, hey, I, we also want you to pay this uh, battle pass that you do like for these all, all these other free-to-play games. Now, granted, this game is going to be like half the price of a full retail game. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I don't know. I mean... It, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. So, uh, I think Fortnite... So, if, if you want... If you just want to play Battle Royale, yeah, for Fortnite it's free. Yeah. If you want the creative part of it, it costs money. Yeah. Uh, which you, I don't know anyone who plays that. Yeah. I don't uh, know. And so I can see this game. I don't know if they're uh, they haven't released if there's a story version or if there's a you know uh, yeah uh, you know what have you. But I'm way on board with the games. So a game I've been playing lately is Valorant. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a PC game, but. It's completely free to play. Yeah. You can, like, if you like what you're playing, you could pay as much money as you want to get all these cool skins and stuff. Right. And it's all, which are extremely overpriced. Well, yeah. But, but same thing for Fortnite. You pay your V-Bucks, you get, yeah. you know, cool skins, but you're supporting the, the platform you're using. Right. You know? Exactly. I mean, it's it's all purely cosmetic. It's not yeah, like there's any. No pay to win. Exactly. Yeah. So, with that said, um, for $29.99, I mean, cro- like, this this could be a fun game. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll be the next Fortnite just because I think if you're going to be the next Fortnite or like something like it, you have to be free because kids love free games. You know, if you if you if kids you, spend a lot of money on free games though. Exa- it's a, it's a great model. I love the model of Fortnite. I love the model of Valorant. Mm-hmm. Um I can see this game in the future. Like if there's if there's more updates coming, maybe they do drop to a free to play game, right? Uh, with premium content, if it does take off, yeah, to draw in more people. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. I I think it could be something like the next Fortnite because we all thought Apex Legends was going to be the next Fortnite. Which I mean, it, it's to, not. To be fair, it did take it did take a chunk out of a. Uh, it did take a chunk out of like um no not when you're f- fanfare here a little bit yeah oh yeah well Fortnite had been out for how many years at that point oh uh, probably maybe like two years yeah. roughly somewhere around there but but I mean that's a feat in and of itself right being that popular that long right but but even then it's like you know you have things like uh, like you know Call of Duty Warzone that's uh, also taken like you know some of a uh, Fortnite stock for itself you so I mean I think. Uh, so I mean I think like you know ultimately Fortnite will have a successor at some point here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I mean I I think this could be a hit with that demographic that Fortnite really adhere like hits. There's those younger kids. Sure. Yeah. Um. And I, I like the concept a lot. I think it, it it's like a creative, cool, different thing that we're not used to seeing. No, I do too. I mean I do I do like the concept. I think you know, I mean I don't. If this was like free to play, I would be like, yeah, no, like I, I'd be on it like just like that here, you know. But I mean, that's even like uh, Ninjala comes out in less than a week, yeah. which is going to be a uh, free to play on the Switch. Yeah, so we'll give you an update on that probably next week here. 
yeah, but you know, same model. I'm sure there's gonna be cosmetic things or a battle pass or uh, there has to be. You know, N- yeah. Nintendo's just not gonna put out a free game. No, uh, that does not that does not exist. Yeah, I was really surprised, honestly, that it was free to play. Well, I mean, it's not Nintendo necessarily like doing it. It's a different company here. But, I know, yeah. but, but I feel yeah. like they could set that standard of hey, yeah, you know. Anyway, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, man. All right, so a couple of months ago, or maybe a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember how long it's been. We yeah. talked about a leaked Star Wars game potentially. Yeah. Now that has all been confirmed through uh, what EA's little press conference they held in yeah in uh, lieu of E3 essentially yeah yep so we got Star Wars Squadrons coming mm-hmm. uh, pretty soon I mean this year at yeah. least yeah in uh, October October second uh, so this is going to be the spiritual successor to Rogue Squadron which was on the Nintendo sixty four I believe yeah and also I think it they had like a a game on GameCube as well here and all that so. Yeah, no, real, really w- well liked games, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is essentially just—it's going to be essentially all dogfights or like yeah. you know all ship-based uh, or star starship combat here. So you know, you got a first-person cockpit uh, view basically. It will have a story mode, and you can play a Empire storyline or you could play a Rebel storyline or both. Here, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you could also play the whole game in VR, which that's kind of cool. That'd be trippy. I mean, I don't have VR. Yeah, me neither. Never will. <laughs> but uh, and so far, like in terms of like uh, competitive uh, online modes, they have two modes ma- uh, announced, which is like dogfight, five v five, traditional uh, kind of death match. You know, you shoot the most ships, you win basically. Um, and then fleet battle, where it's five v five, but there's also like a bunch of AI ships, and you're taking down like. Uh, it's kind of like almost like, you know, just like a actual Star Wars battle where you're taking down like these larger ships uh, from the enemy and all that. You're eventually working their way up to a flagship to take down like the big flagship and whoever takes down the enemy's flagship first wins, basically. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, so because this is an EA game, lot of uh, a lot of people have like, you know, expectations on like, you know, what EA will do. In terms of uh, in terms of like you know how they price things or how they market things, basically there are no microtransactions in this game. It's gonna be retailing for uh, thirty nine ninety nine. Too much money, and it will support cross platform. That's cool. I just don't really like these games that much. I mean, you know, it's like I could see myself like enjoying it for a bit, but I don't know if I would like really get like super into it I, i'm more apt as much as i like star wars to buy something like uh 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 rocket arena sure yeah uh, versus this game just because that is gonna have way more longevity for me yeah i could see that um yeah so yeah i don't know i mean it looks it's it looks promising i will say that much i like what they showed i don't know how much like i will be into it personally but here's the thing is like EA has been making good on like a lot of uh, on a lot of decisions lately. Here, you know they they didn't nickel and dime you for Fallen Order. They made Apex Legends an actual good, uh, you know, battle royale without like you know trying to nickel and dime you there. Yeah. So I mean, if if they continue this trend, then they'll be all right. But you know, EA history has shown that they find a way to screw things up here and like yeah. you know piss people off on the games that they make. 
And speaking of Apex Legends, uh, there is news now that it is coming to Switch. Yeah, so th- that was uh, one of the things that they announced in their uh, in their uh, conference. In their conference, yeah, whatever you want to call it. But basically, Apex Legends is coming to Switch. It's also coming to, uh, to Steam as well, and yeah, all completely uh, cross-platform support across all platforms. I'm of all Apex about Legends. the cross-platforming. It's the future, man. Yeah, and uh, this is all the more reason for me to cancel PSN. If I think if Overwatch Two comes out and it's cross-platform, I'm just not gonna. Yeah, have PlayStation. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I you know, yeah, you know, hard to say. I mean, I, you know, we. I think it will be. I think yeah. Overwatch Two will be cross-platform. I could, I could see it because I mean, if you asked me, like, I don't know, like even ten years ago, like. Hey, do you think cross-platform will be a thing? I'd be like, nah, man, they'll never, they'll never they'll do never that. They'll never do it. But it's happening, and it's happening more often than not. So I think, you know, next gen is if a big multiplayer game that's available on like other platforms isn't going to be uh, cross-platform, I think that's like going to be, you know, it's going to be like laughed at because that's going to become the standard. I think. Well, yeah, and think of, uh, you know, just for our. We have some friends that don't live around us, and yeah. so we have to play those cross-platform games because we all have different systems. Or yeah, no, I mean, we got one guy who's a PC guy, we got one guy who's solely a Switch guy, and then you know we have we, both. We, we, have, we well, float between all three. Yeah, we exactly <laughs> PlayStation, so, yeah, and Nintendo. And so PC. I mean, yeah, so I mean, those uh, cross-platform games—they're kind of a godsend right now here. Yeah, so totally. All right, so uh, Forbidden West details. So what's Forbidden West? So the Horizon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, um, you know, uh, we talked. Oh yeah, I heard. Sorry, I'm I'm now reading your notes. <laughs> so pretty cool. So we talked. Uh, we talked about, um, um, you know, kind of like our feelings on the whole PS5 reveal and all that. Yeah. And one of the games that we actually agreed on looked you know pretty cool and we were kind of excited for it was horizon which i don't understand why they didn't provide more details like during then but i guess I we're getting, we're getting these details a week later so yeah. so they're aiming for a 2021 release date which you know kind of makes sense kind of called that like yeah. you know i was like yeah there uh, the, there's this is not coming out this year or not for the launch year so probably towards the end of 2021 i would assume just based on how much we've seen of that game before that's kind of seems like the right time frame yeah but um one of the cool things that they said was uh you know hopefully this pans out no loading screens like when you're actually you know have the game fully you know up and running yeah so like fast travel will be seamless is what they're saying and this is all thanks to like playstation 5's uh do you just appear somewhere else or how does that work i guess or like you an know, animation happens or like it's just like you know it fades to black and then like and then like immediately like uh, fades back in or something like that here. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but it, but yeah, so no loading screens. Um, yeah. So it's, so, I mean, that's a pretty cool idea. I just, I don't know. I don't understand why they didn't include this in their whole, uh, press conference or whatever it was. Um, now Brett Mm -hmm. on that PlayStation, uh, five reveal. Yeah. were Were there a couple pieces of, uh, or, couple key pieces of information missing from that whole thing a couple key piece like as far as like those two things or for this game specifically for for the playstation 5 itself oh right? yeah there's no price or anything we don't know prices for anything right now yeah so no price, xbox or playstation no price no release date however 
Amazon probably doing us a solid. They're probably getting sued right now as we speak. Possibly. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, this has happened like numerous times. I'm pretty sure yeah. Amazon has like a legal department that handles all this I'm uh, sure. stuff. But basically what's going on is uh, there was a listing on Amazon and uh, it's been taken down since. So there might chances are there's probably some truth to yeah uh, there's there's gotta be to like you know this listing here but they listed uh november 20th the release date for the uh playstation 5 seems accurate yep uh and then they also priced out how much this thing's going to cost so they used uh i think it was like in pounds like on the listing itself but they but it got converted and roughly in terms of like you know the dollar It'll be like about four fifty for the digital version, and then it'll be five fifty for the one that has the disc drive here. So, pretty expensive. Pretty expensive. I mean, not like crazy in terms of like, I felt like you know what people were expecting in terms of like, uh, where it was going because like five because PlayStation Four re- retailed for like four hundred here, so it wasn't going to be like any lower than four. So. Yeah, but anyhow, there you go. So you may actually know uh, what all this uh, information is actually being. No thanks to Sony. Yeah, I mean, I think we. This is kind of what we're thinking as far as price goes, and you know, the fifty to a hundred dollars between the two systems. Yeah, which you might as well get the five fifty because that's a you know four K player, all that stuff. It's a four K player. I mean, unless still share games with people, unless you're planning on just streaming like everything like you know digitally which even then like uh 4k streaming unless you're living in an area that has like really really good uh internet speeds and all that no that's not happening there so so yeah i mean it's you know i mean yeah definitely expensive still probably just gonna wait until like uh until you know a year after this thing comes out black friday get it 100 bucks less that's uh, that's still the plan for me. I still, yeah. I still haven't uh, found a reason to pick this thing up day one. <sighs> me either. I mean, uh, especially the four fifty to five fifty price point. Uh, yeah, here's the deal. Uh, we pay, you know, ninety dollars for games now. Essentially, I mean, the, yeah, it depends on if how- it has one pass it, one d- one yeah. downloadable content pass we're yeah. paying ninety dollars per game yeah per- that is insanity to me so a lot of places will be like yeah we take a huge hit on our consoles yeah. it's like yeah okay but you're completely hosing us on your games we're paying ninety dollars per yeah uh to me it should be lower it should be uh yeah the I'm, three the 400 range at best yeah i mean the the only the only difference is i mean well i mean it depends on like which company is putting out the game because like obviously like nether realm with like mortal Kombat and all that, you know, like there was like obviously a whole bunch of stuff with like, you know, mortal Kombat X in terms of like their fighter expansion pass that really didn't give you like a ton of new stuff in terms of, I mean, gave you new characters and whatnot, but in terms of like, you know, like you're basically having them pay the price of like the base game for yeah. like less content here, mm-hmm. you know? And then, uh, I don't know if you've been keeping track of like a uh, mortal Kombat 11 here, but I like have it, the, but I don't play it, but the new, but the new, uh, expansion and like how they priced everything out, like, uh, literally did not make any sense here in terms of like, 
how everything was like priced out mm. and all that stuff. So I mean, I'm even just thinking through Pokemon right now, just because that DLC dropped. Yeah, and it's thirty dollars for the DLC, right? Yeah, uh, and I think that includes it's it's both the DLCs that are coming out is thirty dollars, which is actually a decent price. But yeah. this could have easily been part of the game. You know, that's what's the most frustrating. Or, or I think. could have just been a free update or whatever. Yeah, that, I think that's the most frustrating thing is yeah. their their thing is, is well, you won't have to buy a third version because, you know, Pokemon, the way it goes is it's yeah, typically one ver- the two versions come at the same time and then there's like an extended version with more Pokemon in the in the third version, which... Or they do like Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon or right, something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. Or, yeah, no. But I just think that's kind of ridiculous, you know, at that at that point, just give me a third game because you're going to be paying. Yeah, it's not going to be as much content as a full game. It's just not. No, I mean, yeah, no, it's. I mean, ultimately, what it's coming down to is like you know, uh, I mean, some companies are better than others here. Like, yeah, totally. Uh, you know, like, uh, you know, typically, I, I would say on average, like you could pay sixty bucks for a game, and typically you get your money's worth out of it. Like, yeah, you know, um, like you know you. Sp- you pay 60 bucks for Spider-Man and like, you know, there's enough, oh, yeah, that's, that's there, a great... there's enough content, pay 60 bucks for horizon, even though that game does have like, you know, like a expanded DLC or whatever. I like, mean, I just paid like 20 bucks for each of those. Exactly. Yeah. But you got those on sale, but, yeah. but like, uh, but then you got like, you know, people like, uh, you know, nether realm who, you know, will charge you a lot of money for like their expanded stuff, their fighters pass and all that. And you also got things like, um, uh, like, a uh, EA, like, uh, you remember the the first Battlefront oh, that they did? Oh yeah, where like that they, was ridiculous. They barely had like they they barely gave you like any stuff and say, oh yeah, well you gotta buy the you gotta buy the season pass that's like fifty bucks here and it'll come with the rest of the game. It's like no, like why were we doing why are we doing that? Yeah, here? it was like what like three maps or something like that uh, in the regular version. So it, it it was it was definitely a a small amount here. Yeah. So I mean, nah. So it's. I mean, ultimately, you know, what games are going to come down to is like, how much do you want to get out of it? Because yeah. I mean, obviously we got the free to play model, you know, where technically like if you're really, really into it, you could put in like a lot more money than like you would. Uh, oh, yeah. $60 That's what there. I'm saying is if you like the game, you have that ability to put money in. Yeah, exactly. Like Overwatch, I'm pretty sure like I've put like more money than just like the the initial $60 just because like, you know, there might be loot boxes and like skins I want to get, like when events are going on here and all that. Exactly. But, but that being said, it's also a, it's also a matter of, uh, you know, I think ultimately people just have to like choose like, okay, how invested do I want to get into this game? I mean, like smash brothers. Yeah. I will put down, uh, you know, extra 25, 30 bucks, uh, like once a year to get the new fighters pass just because I love that game. And, you know, I want to be up to date on everything, but it's like, yeah, you know, everybody else will look at it and be like, yeah, no, you're crazy. But true again, it's, I, it's really ultimately, I mean, you know, I know people like to complain a lot about like, you know, season passes and all that. It's just like, you have to just understand like, okay, video games are getting more expensive to make, you know, that's just the unfortunate truth of it you have to choose like how invested do you want to get in this game? Yeah. It'd be nice if we could go back to like the N64 days where you just pay one flat uh, 50 bucks, 50 bucks, 60 bucks or whatever. And then that's it. You don't have to like bother with anything. 40. I don't, I don't remember. I I think it was 50, but, 
but you don't have to bother with anything else here. And then, you know, now it's just, it's different and it's unfortunate, but you know, that's just how it is here. Yeah. Well, that's enough of our ranting for today, I guess. <laughs> yep. Uh, thank you guys for listening and watching. We greatly appreciate it. Check it out on our social media, our YouTube page, subscribe, uh, like all that good stuff. Uh, tell a friend who tells a friend. And with that, uh, you know, have a good one. And remember, everyone's nerd about something. Everyone.